Hi, and welcome to Wisdom, Worth, and Wealth. I'm your host, life and business coach, Allison Foy, and I believe in your ability to create the life and business of your dreams. It's no longer about doing, doing, doing things to create the impact and income that you desire. You get to create more time, more money, more impact, and more love in all areas of your life, and I'll show you the way. Wisdom, Worth, and Wealth was created for the spiritual entrepreneur or soul seeker that desires to have it all. I will be diving into the realms of mindset, money, and energetics, and will be sharing everything you need to know so you can fully own your worth and expand your wealth. I believe that money is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to owning our worth and our wealth, and it is my mission to expand you and give you the shifts that you need to be to do and to have whatever you desire through stories of connection, inspiration, and perseverance. Thanks for being here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's episode. I am so excited, so excited. I am joined by my friend and colleague, Shelly DeLoyer. Shelly, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Allie. I'm super excited to be here with you. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to dive in. Can't wait. So Shelly DeLoyer is a NLP trainer and master coach. She's the founder of Bright Future Solutions. With her Amplifying Potential framework, Shelly guides individuals and organizations towards greater empowerment, engagement, and excellence so they can expand their impact. She helps people to access their greater potential, release their limitations, and take action to create meaningful results. Shelly is on an empowerment journey to guide and lead others towards both personal and professional fulfillment and impact. I love, love, love the work that you do, Shelly, and I'm so excited to dive into who you are, where you started from, where you are now. So thank you again for being here. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I love to talk about everything to do with my work and your work and all of the resonance in between. So thank you for having me. Of course. So I guess to start off, I would love to hear um, what I call your becoming story. So where you started in your business and where you are today and how you got here. Yeah, becoming story. I love how you put that. <laughs> it has been quite a journey. So I started Bright Futures a little over seven years ago. It was 2013 and back in a time when I thought I had it all figured out and knew exactly what I wanted and what I was doing. <laughs> and um, well, let's just say compared to where I am now, that's not quite as true as I may have believed. <laughs> um, but at the time, I uh, was a high school teacher. And I decided to uh, leave the traditional classroom for a more alternative style. And um, I was on maternity leave and just knew I didn't want to go back to the regular teaching job as I had known it. And I wanted something with more freedom, more flexibility, where I was in more control of the impact that I was creating and how I was how I was creating it. So I decided to become a coach working primarily with high school and post-secondary students who um, felt a lot like I did back at that stage of my life, which was lost, uncertain of the future, um, just not knowing where I was going. 
So I, I worked with students to help navigate their career and education choices, their direction, um, which of course involved a lot of navigating the self, navigating mm-hmm. who they are, what makes them tick, um, what they enjoy, and the impact that they wanted to make in their future. From there, I quickly realized that the tools and the modalities that I had to help students were limited in terms of um, my background from education. I also had a master's in education. And I had done some additional coach training and, and used different assessments that were really helpful. But what I was finding was there was a number of students who would just follow the process they would, you know, go through the the system I'd created of, okay, let's take a look at who you are, what you're good at, what you enjoy, your preferences, and then we'll look at some career options. We'll narrow them down. You'll choose a direction. We'll take a look at your educational path that's going to get you there, put together an action plan, and then you're Mm -hmm. on your way. For some students that worked really well, but for a number of other students I was working with, there was too much other stuff getting in the way. And that traditional formula wasn't working. This was when students were saying things like, um, well, I can't do this because, mm. and then they would have, you know, their slew of, of reasons for why they just didn't believe any of it was going to work. Whatever path they were choosing, they didn't actually believe it was possible for themselves. Not because it wasn't actually possible, but because the own story inside their own mind right. and what they were being led to believe was that mm-hmm. it wasn't going to work. Um, either they weren't smart enough or they weren't good enough or they wouldn't be able to handle it. Um, and for a lot of them, it was, it was anxiety, mm, right? Working with sure. a lot of students with anxiety. So that led me in the path of pursuing more, more tools, more techniques, more modalities to be able to help students. That's when I was introduced to the world of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and I showed up at a weekend event um, that you're also very familiar with, Ali, called yes, Awaken Your yes. Potential. It's so funny. I was having this conversation with, some, with another um, woman today that I went to Awaken Your Potential thinking, oh, this is perfect because I want to help people awaken mm-hmm. their potential. I want to help other people do that. So oh, I'm going to yeah. go to this event and I'm going to see how these people do it. And I will go and do the same thing for my, for my clients because it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my potential. <laughs> I am just the person who will show up and attend yes. the training and get the information and then hand it and deliver it. Just to the messenger. People. Exactly. I am the carrier <laughs> pigeon delivering yes. you your potential. <sighs> yes. Does not work that way. So I very quickly realized that it first had to be all about me. Mm-hmm. It first had to be about me unpacking my stuff, my perceptions, uh, my beliefs, my emotions, everything that's going on in me and awaken to my next level of potential first and then learn what I'm, what I then pursued to learn um, and to share with other people. So I very quickly got obsessed with everything to do with NLP. I did the practitioner training, followed directly with my master practitioner training. A year later became an NLP trainer, which to this day is the most intense thing I've ever done in my life, yeah. um, including birthing two children. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I, I don't say that lightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and my reason for becoming a trainer was because I knew that when I was teaching, if I would have 
known and had access to the tools that I have now and the information and the awareness, I would have been a very different teacher. I would have been, um, I would have been much more equipped to meet my individual students where they were, to understand what was going on for them, to have much more meaningful and impactful conversations, mm-hmm. which was one of the biggest reasons why I left teaching in the first place was I, um, I was really tired of superficial conversations about things that didn't really matter to them. Right. I worked um, at a, a school primarily in Ottawa that, or in downtown Ottawa, that um, had a high, a very high refugee population. Oh, wow. And so while we're in geography class and I'm teaching them the anatomy yeah. of a volcano, <laughs> they are instead wondering how they're going to get another job to help yeah. their mom put food on the table while their dad is still overseas. Um, yeah. That's trying to help from there. So, yeah. Yeah. So I decided I wanted to be able to teach and train these tools to as many other practitioners, um, educators, coaches, counselors, people who are working face-to-face with other people, leading and guiding other people so that they could have a bigger impact and connect on a whole new level and really bring out the best in themselves and each other. Amazing. That brings me to where I am now. And that's exactly what I do through my Amplifying Potential um, training program and the follow-up to that, um, which is, which is launching this week. Amazing. I'm getting little goosebumps all over. You are up to some big things, Shelly, and I love, love, love hearing your story and just the evolution of it. And yeah, just thank you for sharing because I think so many of us think it's just this straight path and it's so Mm. not, (laughs) it's so not. And um, yeah, and I loved how you said before that you thought you had it all together. Mm -hmm. You You knew what the plan was and you were just sticking to it and yeah, it's amazing to look back in hindsight sometimes to see how things evolve, right? Right. Yeah, I always tried to be the, the checkbox person. Mm. I tried to fit myself into that mold of um, checking all the boxes of a quote-unquote successful life. Right. Um, believing like I just got to go to school and do well and uh, and graduate and then do more school and do well. And gra- I repeated that one a bunch of times. Yes. <laughs> um, and then... I will get a good job and I will work hard there and I'll, I'll move up. I'll do really well. And I will, you know, meet the man and get married and have the mm-hmm. kids in the house with the white picket fence and the checkbox. Yes. The life game, exactly, right? Yeah, it is the game. The of life, life game. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. my kids, my, my oldest daughter asked for the game of life for her birthday and uh, she got it from her Oma, her uh, grandmother. And, um, <laughs> I mean, she loves it. She loves this game. So we're playing this game and I'm seeing it all unfold. And I was like, this is exactly what I talk about. This is the checkbox life. And it's so funny because at six and eight years old, my kids are already navigating this question of, but I have to choose what I want to do with my life. Mm -hmm. And my youngest daughter, who's currently six, is is saying, but I want to be a builder and a baker. I -hmm. like to build things. And I really like to bake and I want to be a builder and I want to be a baker. So am I going to have to go to two colleges? Oh my gosh. And it's like, 
these questions are stressing her out at six years old. And I'm just telling her, honey, you get to do and be whatever you choose in your life. And knowing it now, Mm -hmm. take the pressure off. Yeah, seriously. You're not going to have it all figured out. Yeah. So the game of life is like, okay, so we'll play that in passing (laughs) because it's fun. But um, but it's really an opportunity to open up the conversation around how this really isn't how life works. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting because like you said, from such a young age, we're like, you know, getting asked, what do you want to do with your life? You know, I don't know. I'm six. No. Right. And um, I was just having this conversation with my husband tonight as well, because um, her girl started asking all kinds of questions around which country was the first country to be a country. And where were people first? And all these incredible questions. So we start, you know, researching, yeah. answering their questions. And I'm so fascinated by human evolution, human potential, just anything to do with our progress in, yeah. in life. And if I would have known that about myself in high school, I probably would have taken something like anthropology, some sociology mm-hmm. courses. But none of that fit the checkbox life because I was told and and believed that if you take programs like that, there's no jobs for you. There's no, you don't, you're not successful. You will not be successful in life if that's your degree. So I went into sciences and believed full on. If I get a science degree, I will have a successful job. Do I want that successful job? (laughs) No, that's not the question. Yeah. But there will be one for me, which of course, even today is, is not the case anymore, but it's not at all what, what I wanted. Yeah. Thanks mm-hmm. so much for sharing that. I've had many conversations and I'm sure that you have as well with people who are in a job who just want to be doing something else or, you know, they're just like, why am I doing this? I don't know. How do I get there? How do I transition? So in your experience, what was the, you know, I know that you mentioned you were on mat leave and thing, you just, you were tired of those superficial conversations, but what was it that really allowed you to make a a decision to take that risk to start your business? You know, it's really, it's really funny to think about looking backwards because I am shocked that I did what I did. It, to this day, it shocks me. Well, it's very courageous. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's amazing. You know? Wow. I remember it was, it was the summer of 2013. My, we, I had one daughter at the time. She was about nine months old. We were wow. at my husband's um, family's cottage and I was out on the deck. It was summertime. The sun shining is beautiful. I remember everything about this day. Mm. And I was talking to my husband's uncle and we were just having some conversation, um, making small talk. And he said something about taking his daughter when she was in high school. At this point, she was in university. But when she was in high school, they took her to um, a woman a couple hours away who helped her figure out what she wanted to do after high school. Um because she was extremely smart and talented, had amazing grades, tons of options in front of her, but didn't know which one to choose, didn't Mm -hmm. know which path to take. 
Right. And so they took her to go see this woman who was a retired guidance counselor who had started um, a small business helping high school students navigate their next steps. And I remember looking at him and I said, I'm pretty sure I could do that. Hmm. And it felt like somebody had just handed me a platter with permission on it. Wow. You can go do something else. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stick to this path. You don't have to keep doing this thing that only half gives you what you want. And the other half of you is wondering, there's got to be something else out there. You don't have to stick to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, um, I asked him a gazillion questions. When they got home, they found the information from when they had taken their daughter to this woman, the whole like packet that they had gotten um, and sent it to me. So I went through and like looked at, okay, this is everything that's involved. Um, I contacted the woman and um, basically asked her if she would give me information and Mm -hmm. I was considering doing something similar. Um, Would she help me out? So we had some phone calls and she she gave me a lot of advice and just told me all about how it works for her. She told me her pricing and and basically said that she drastically undercharges everybody. So she highly recommended that I charge at least double. Wow. (laughs) It was so funny. And I just took that and my husband and I sat down at our dining room table and created a business plan and said, you know, I had one offering. Mm -hmm. There was, there was one package that I offered um, and it was very specific who and what it was for. And, um, and we worked out like, okay, for me to make X number of dollars, I need to work with X number of students at, I think it was $450 was the, the price of the package at the time, which now oh, is wow. just like insanity. Yeah. So, um, but we worked out and I think it was, I needed to work with 150 students in my first year or something like that. And I was just like, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea at all what it would take to actually, yeah, you know, market yourself and put yourself out there and find these people and explain the importance of the work that you're doing and how it works and and build that trust in those relationships. But that is all stuff I learned very quickly along the way. Amazing. Amazing. I love that. (laughs) I love hearing about it. Um, You said at the time, but well, yeah, I know. Aren't we all though? When we start, it's like, yes, I'm glad I was. Yeah. Because I think if I would have sat around and overanalyzed it and and sat in the fear of whether or not it would work out, I never would have made the leap. Totally. Totally. We get tripped up up here in the mind, you know, (laughs) you think of all the things that you know, might be hard or whatever, but mm. I'm so happy to hear that you did because here you are. <laughs> yes. So you said something a moment ago, you said you were talking to that woman and she recommended that you charge double because she was undercharging. <laughs> I would love, love, love to know what you have learned or what are some of your greatest learnings around money and what it means yeah. to you um, now in your business? Yeah. That's so, that's such a big question because mm-hmm. the, that program that I originally drafted seven years ago, I mean, it looks different now. It's the process has evolved and what I, what I include in it has evolved, but I've also simplified it and made things streamlined and so much simpler. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And in that, in that process or for that program, I now charge triple what I did even, uh, even five years ago. Yeah. And, and that is my lowest cost program because it's, it's primarily automated. Majority of it is automated. And so I look now at what I charge to work with me privately versus what I charged um, five to seven years ago. And a lot has changed because I have invested in myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And by investing in myself, I have gained new skills and I've gained new tools that are very, very valuable to the people I work with. Right. And they may think that they're investing in the tools and the skills and the knowledge that I have. But in reality, they're investing in themselves because I invested in myself. Mm. And when I invest in myself, I invest in my growth. I evolve as a person. I expand as a person. Um, I am calibrating at a higher frequency. My dreams, my vision is bigger. Um, And my ability to hold space for the people I'm working with grows as well. So all of that is what they're really investing in, Mm -hmm. right? The skills and the tools are amazing, but the skills is not makes, is not what makes me who I am. Of course. Right. So the more I've invested in myself, the more value I can provide to other people. But also a lot of that is because the more I invest in myself, the more I see my worth, mm-hmm. the more I see and feel, yeah. um, I'm very visual. So I'll <laughs> say the word see a lot, but a lot of the time it's, it's a feeling. Um, it's a knowing, it's a very strong knowing around um, the importance of the work that I do, how it changes people's lives. It changes people's um, outcomes. It changes through the ripple effect, all the people that they interact and work with. Um, and because I decided to invest in my worth, invest in my own, like how I see myself. Yeah. Then other people invest in it more too. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, because I love, I can't remember who says it, <laughs> someone or probably multiple people, but you know, when we're working with people, we're in our power and we want to attract people in their power. And money is just an extension of people using their power for something that helps them evolve. So I love, mm-hmm. I love the whole talking about investing in yourself. It's so important. And I think people feel that people feel when you feel worthy of their investment, right? You know where you're leading them to because you were there too. So yeah, yeah. yeah thank you, Shelly. And um, I just want to talk about worth for a second. So in I know we kind of talked about it a moment ago, but in your opinion, how does your self-worth or inner worth or value connect to your overall sense of wealth? Um, not just in money, but you know, I think of wealth and abundance as there's so many things, right? Yeah. There's money, there's love, there's relationships, there are all the things, but in your eyes, how are they, how are they connected? So I think of abundance as 
as being a lot of things as well. But the more that I see abundance of one thing around me, the more I'm opening myself up to see abundance of all things. Mm. And so to have an abundant mindset means I'm willing to, um, I'm willing to see an abundance of love around me. I'm willing to see and feel an abundance of gratitude and joy. I have an abundant mindset around what's possible. I see Mm. new opportunities and new possibilities. And so wealth is very similar to have an abundance of money, to have an abundance of wealth um, and to truly grow in prosperity when you have, when you have that abundance mindset, you can tap into that abundance of money as well. And the more that abundance grows, there's, I see the link between opportunities and possibilities and wealth. Mm, Totally. With an abundance mindset, I am choosing to look at and see and be grateful for all of the good that is around me Mm -hmm. and to, to feel that abundance of love and to be in a state of joy and to believe in possibilities and potential for people and myself. And when I see, when I'm in that state, there is, there is unlimited opportunities all around us. There is infinite possibilities. And when you're there, you're not in a state of trying to control the outcome. You're not in a state of like overanalyzing and evaluating every little possibility to say, is this the one (laughs) or is that the one? Which one's right? Presupposing Mm -hmm. that one must be wrong. Like you just, you're not there. You don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. And so there's a surrender that happens. There's a trusting that happens. There's an openness and a willingness that's happening and, um, and with that comes also the opportunity for more money and more wealth, because you're not trying to just control everything from yes. a lack that says like, if I choose the wrong thing, then I'm, then I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. I love that. Thank you. And I think that for a lot of people starting out, that's the story that they run. It's like, what's the right path? How am I supposed to make the money? It's more about the things that you're doing, right? Versus embodying your own value, embodying that abundant mindset in multiple areas of life. So I love that you talked about that. So thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I agree. Like, and, and I was that person, right? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I was like pie in the sky. Everything's amazing. Um, totally naive. No idea what business was really like. Um, and then I got into it and we also like, there was, there was so much that happened. We moved at the same time as I started my business and we didn't just move down the street. We moved five hours away. So I was in a whole new city where I knew pretty much no one Mm-hmm. starting a business that would require a lot of word of mouth and referrals in a city where I knew new one, new <laughs> and, um, had a 11 month old baby toddler. And, uh, and then three or four months later, we got pregnant with our second. And so then a year into business, I mm-hmm. gave birth again, <laughs> allowed myself six weeks of maternity leave oh before my I got right back in again with no childcare. Like it was just a disaster. (laughs) As much of a train wreck as this sounds, exactly what it was like. (laughs) Um, And 
it was wild. So then I got the reality check of like, okay, I need to recognize that there's a lot of ways that I don't know what I'm doing here. Mm -hmm. And I need some help. I need to figure out what is important to be doing right now and what's not important because I've got a limited amount of time Yeah, and I want to use it in the most impactful ways. And that's when I got onto this train of like, am I doing all the right things? Mm -hmm. Is what I'm doing the thing that's going to matter? And trying to find the right path to success. And it wasn't long after that when I really sort of got into learning a lot more about mindset and energetics and realizing it wasn't nearly as much about what I was doing as it it was and continues to be about who I'm being while Mm -hmm. I'm doing it. Love it. The energy that I'm bringing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who I'm being while I'm doing what I'm doing is way more important than the actual to-do list. Totally. Love that. Thank you. So Shelly, where can our listeners connect with you? Where do you hang out? Oh, where don't I hang out? <laughs> well, my uh, my website is the best place to start. It's brightfuturesolutions.com. Note the double S in there. I'm also on Facebook, um, personally at Shelly DeLoyer, my Facebook page, Bright Future Solutions. And we have a pretty cool Facebook community mm-hmm. um, called the Bright Futures Community. And I post quite a few of my uh, videos and masterclasses on YouTube as well. So you can find me on YouTube, on Instagram at Shelly DeLoyer. Yes. All the places. And I do have a mini training for anybody who's interested in learning more just about how my framework helps people to become empowered, to bring in more engagement and excellence into their life and work. And they can get that free download at brightfuturesolutions.com forward slash gift. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. What a generous offer. I'm going to include all of these links in the show notes so you can find Shelly wherever you desire. There are multiple places to find her. So thank you so much, Shelly, for being here today. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I am truly grateful that you are in my world and I invite you to connect with me in the worthy and wealthy community on Facebook where you can have access to a wonderful community, free content, free masterclasses, and so much more. You can also follow along with me on Instagram at Allison Foy. It is time to become the next level version of you in all areas of your life. There are truly no limits as to what you can create. I would love to hear from you if you were inspired or expanded by something or someone that was on the podcast today. Be sure to hit subscribe to keep the momentum going by listening to our new episodes.